You are listening to Figuring Shit Out with Dr. Nikki Naradin, where you can finally get yourself out of that state of confusion. Confusion is the stealer of dreams and move into some clarity so that you can really like live your passion, your hope, your dream, anything you ever wanted. It's all possible. You could feel better really, really quickly. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hello, 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 my lovely friends. It's Dr. Nikki here, and you are listening to Figuring Shit Out with me, Dr. Nikki Naradin. And this is take number two on this particular episode. For some reason, I was recording on my Anchor slash Spotify platform, and you can record directly to it. And I recorded for over 20 minutes, but for some reason, it just uploaded three. So at first I was really annoyed, made me feel like I didn't want to do it again, but I realized that actually the second time will have to be better because I've done it once already. So it's going to get better. It's better with practice. I am, I'm just ready to do this again. But the interesting part is that even though I'm ready to do it again. The first thing I definitely wanted to do was go and eat something with sugar in it just so I would feel better. But I didn't. I came back. And I'm hanging out with you guys. And that is going to nourish my soul in a tremendously wonderful way. So we're starting off the episode with the commitment. And I do love this commitment. And the more I think about it, the more I see evidence of it every day evidence of how we can envision ourselves, how we can envision ourselves in the world, how bonded and connected we can be. And this is something that that we could definitely work towards. And I am working towards it every day, trying to stay as close and connected to people as I can, trying to remember my inherent goodness, that I was born that way. So from this moment on, I joyfully promise to never give up on my goals and dreams. I choose to remember always that the whole world is mine to explore and I need never be alone in figuring it out and making it just right. That I was born worthy and lovable without condition and whatever brought me to this place is just the journey to my present and future self and not the sum total of who I am or who I will become. Yes, 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 yes. Yes to all of it. Yes to never giving up on your goals and dreams. Yes to remembering how worthy and lovable lovable you are without condition, no matter what. Yes to deciding that the world is yours to explore. Yes to not judging yourself based only on your past. Yes, 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 yes. So the commitment is actually in the show notes. Make a copy of it. Put it on your mirror. Say it every morning to yourself. So a lesson in miracles, of course, in miracles I've been doing up to this point. And a lot of people have been saying that when they jump into my podcast a little bit late, they're already on lesson 34 or whatever lesson in A Course in Miracles they're on. You can always go back to those early lessons where you could start really working on the ways in which A Course in Miracles could move you forward. And really 
the moving forward part is to honestly know that your thoughts are generally installed either ancestrally, your family of origin, society, religion, gender, sexual orientation, whatever it is. It, it is, it is contained by the society and the world we live in, which is not necessarily a bad thing. The wonderful part about it is that when you realize that and you realize that whatever you're thinking has been a practice thought maybe for generations before, then you have the opportunity to decide whether you want to continue to think that thought or not. And that's going to be your decision, which is really great. It's very hopeful and it's very, very encouraging. So this particular lesson I think is a great one. And it's my mind is part of God's and I am very holy. Now, some people hear the word God and everybody has a ton of feelings and opinions about what they believe God is. Now, for me, God is that generating, organizing, delivering power of the universe that keeps the world spinning, that keeps the sun from going up and down, that keeps the, the gravity pulling us to the ground. It keeps my body getting older, but still functioning. It keeps plants growing, whatever it is. It is a force that we actually don't have much control over. And it continues on. And as the world continues on, whether we're in it or not, it will continue on given that force. But the wonderful part about it is that if your mind is part of that force. Now, if you believe in God, you know, in the more traditional biblical version of it, whether it be some older man with a beard looking down upon you and judging or whatever it is, whatever your belief in God is. I'm, I'm not judging here. It, it, it means that somehow we are part of the collective whole, that we are not just an individual floating around in the soup of nothingness or the soup of aloneness, that you actually are part of a bigger thing that's going on, which means that we're not alone. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And the idea about I am very holy is not an arrogant statement about yourself. I believe that I am holy based on the commitment that we just talked about, that I was born worthy and lovable without condition onto this earth, the way everybody has been born on this earth one in a trillion chance of actually being born in this iteration on this earth, in this form, whatever it is, what had to come before you, what you had to go through to get here. And we are all worthy and conditional, uh, unconditionally. So if you believe that you are holy in the fact that you're completely worthy and that your mind is part of God, meaning you're part of the larger universe that continues on no matter what, then you won't be alone and you can actually evolve and go after whatever it is you want to go after it. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be anything, anything at all that moves you out of the day-to-day -day comfort of somehow believing that you don't deserve anything or that you're not lovable or whatever the recording is that you continue to hold on to, or the belief that you hold on to about yourself. It's just not true. And once you start kind of going over a course in miracles related to our ideas about ourselves, our ideas about what we think, our ideas about the universe, our ideas about everything, then things can really start to move for you. So 
Today, I wanted to talk about, and I've been thinking about this a lot because everybody, myself included, has been using the word should, like I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And if you hear the inflection in my voice, whenever I say that, it, it there's like a feeling of dread, like I should be doing this. And the next line really in my mind is, but I haven't, or I have failed, or clearly I'm not living up to whatever the expectation is should is just this wacky thing we have in our vocabulary again all related to what it, society is somehow expecting of us and then what we internalize and expect ourselves to be like or whatever it is but whenever I use the word should I never really want to do it if anything I feel a little resentful I feel somewhat discouraged I feel like it's too much I can't handle it and generally I am doing exactly the opposite of what I should quote unquote be doing and if anything I'm probably doing something worse because I feel so crappy about it that I'm going off and eating something or picking up a piece of candy or something like that I, I'm I'm not drinking because I don't drink, but but absolutely doing something, probably watching Netflix. That's what I'm doing. I like go down a Netflix rabbit hole and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm 12 episodes into a 10 episode series. I'm I'm watching it over again. It's crazy. So so I, I wrote the five steps of how to stop shooting on yourself because really we need to stop shooting on ourselves. And that doesn't mean that you can't decide that you've got a really good, strong, compelling reason why you would want to do something. But I think that we can trust ourselves to believe that we don't have to criticize ourselves, be mean, think horrible thoughts about what we're doing and what we're like and what we should be doing. I use that word should again, in order to make any change that the true change happens from a lot of feelings other than the ones that I have when I say I should be doing something. So these are the five steps to sh stop shooting on yourself. I, I can barely even say this. So step number one is identify when you say the word should in your vocabulary. Often we're saying it like nothing, like, like, of course, that's an absolute, like I should be doing that. Like I should expect that I should be doing that. We're saying this as, as if it's, it's, it's just the average, whatever. So, and also remember to look for other similar words, like I ought to, I have to, if ever you're saying to somebody, and it's almost like you go into that deep, dark, faraway place, looking into your future, I should be doing something, but not with that tone. It's usually like, oh, I should be doing that, or I should be losing weight, or I should stop doing this, or I should call my mother or whatever that is. When you hear your tone, and if it has that sound of dread with a long sigh in it, know that you are shooting on yourself and take a look at it. So awareness, number one. Number two, decide why you want to do this action. If you want to do this action because it is truly something that you want to achieve in your life, then so be it. You'll probably have a different inflection in your voice when you say it, but you have to see if the voice is truly yours. Is it the voice of your family? Is it the voice of your society? Is it the voice of, of your programming? Is it your own internal critical voice? Really look and see why you want to do this action and see if it's truly your voice that wants to do it, or if it's something else, some other force coming in where you decided that you were not good enough or something enough. 
Number three, identify the feeling that comes with it. So I'd spoken about the feelings before guilt, shame, 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 that whatever actions you take that are propelled from those feelings, like let's say in the past, you either did not achieve your goal. And so you've probably been saying you should be doing something for long periods of time, or maybe you were propelled enough to actually do what it was that you said you should be doing, but you did it with a great deal of resentment, tons of overwhelm, feeling burnt out. And then eventually the feelings are going to be so hard that you're going to go off and like reward yourself with something that'll probably be bad for you, which is really just about buffering, just so you don't have to feel those feelings anymore. So I think once you identify the feelings that come with it, then you're, you're really, you're on an incredible path. Then step number four, see if you can find a compelling reason that speaks to you about why you should be doing something or why you should be doing this habit or this action or whatever it is. And the compelling reason has to bring up a feeling for you that is positive enough for you to take action. And usually the feeling that you're looking for is motivating, um, determination, confident, curiosity, fascination. Those feelings will propel you into action. Excitement, Definitely. Now I know for me, and I'm thinking about my weight and I'm not looking to lose weight. I'm just looking to not gain weight and the motivating thought, and it really motivates me is I do not want to buy any new clothing. I am cheap when it comes to this. I don't like putting myself in a fitting room. I don't like going up a size and feeling like I have to buy it. I will probably end up in a potato sack rather than buy new clothing. And that is a compelling enough thought for me to create a feeling so that I will get my butt off the chair and exercise or whatever it is. Step number five, find some help to gain the clarity. Once you are stuck in your own crap, when you have dug in your deep black hole of whatever your belief is, whatever you feel is absolutely true or not, and you're stuck in your stuff, then it's always good to have an objective outside onlooker to help you like notice where you are getting tripped up, where you're triggered, where your beliefs are, where your recording are, and give you some clarity, help you gain some clarity with this. So hire a coach, do some meditation, do some tapping journal. Usually you need somebody outside of yourself. So anyway, your five steps to stop shooting on yourself. It'll all be on the show notes. I love you guys. Feel free to contact me with anything you want to talk about. I am so ready to help you figure this out. This is truly for anyone who believes that they should be somewhere in their life and they're not. So stop shooting on yourself. All right, guys, I love you. Take care and goodbye. Hey, everybody, if you want to work with me and really figure shit out, get unstuck and off the emotional roller coaster and heading towards your passion, and I know you can, get in contact with me and let's work together. It'll be worth worth it for the life of your dreams. Okay, you can get in touch with me at Nikki at drnikkinaridan.com. That's N-I-K-K-I at D-R-N-I-K-K-I-N-E-R-E-T-I-N.com. Take care. Love you guys.